to start us off this time, I want to ask the question, if your character was an ice cream flavor, <laughs> what flavor would your character be? Is this the question you thought of in the car the other day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tira. Oh, boy. If my character were an ice cream flavor, I'm thinking something... Ice cream is sweet, and I don't know that she's terribly sweet. There's some not sweet ones out there. Nice try. I'm trying to think of something that's that's spicy. Maybe one that has cinnamon in it somehow. I don't know. There's is there yeah, ice cream with red hot or something? We, yeah, I, I've had cinnamon ice cream. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds really good. It actually. is. <laughs> I'll say cinnamon okay, ice cream. We're gonna take a break. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. We'll be right back, folks, as we go get some <laughs> cinnamon ice cream. How about you, Wamberbash? You know, Wamberbash is so earthy. It's kind of difficult to pick uh, a flavor. Um, but I would say uh, maybe, maybe I don't know, a green tea flavor. Oh. What were you laughing what were you thinking? at? Not the monkey poop coffee. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Ew. What, where is that from? Africa? Yeah, yeah. There, there's... Oh, I mean, it's it's like I think it's a it's an is it a meerkat meerkat? No, um, I know there's some monkey ones where okay. where basically they go and they the monkeys eat the coffee beans. Oh and yeah, and they go through and pick it out, and it's supposed to add. They watched it first, of but, course. Uh, yeah, but it has a special flavor that you only gain from it going through the gastrointestinal tract of these animals, and and it's expensive. Like I think it's like twenty five bucks for a yes, cup of coffee. Yes, you pay for the the yes. right to drink this. Pass, <laughs> Peter. I would say something like mint chocolate chip. Why is that? Because of the green color? And just the herbs that I am. Okay, just oh, the mint. plants yeah. and all the yeah. herbs and stuff. Makes nice. sense. And I don't know. The DM just doesn't have a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the You characters. would be vanilla. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll get going here. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them. And as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Vardalon. Hello, everybody. This is Rhett, the DM for Stack of Dice, and with me is... Tira. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And her player, Merit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not cutting. Hello, oh, I am Wamberbash, played by... <laughs> I am the puppet. <laughs> Meredith, as Tira Ironstag. I am Michael, playing Wamberbash Bensonmum. Thane is Peter Greyhawk. Last time, our party of heroes was traveling from art and finally got away from a place where we spent... Far longer than I ever thought we would. <laughs> but they are finally ad adventuring into the world beyond the hill country of Arden. They broke out of the hills and out onto the moorland road that connects to Flinmore. It's a long journey. It's a 75-mile distance between Arden and Flinmore. And so they knew they had a lot coming up. Uh, the first day of travel was pretty routine. Just uh, them out talking to each other and... I guess, enjoying the site. Yeah, some of you enjoyed the sights. <laughs> I did. Uh, but then, come nightfall, a heavy fog arose, and in that fog came some eerie sounds, and then they were set upon by a couple of mountain lions who were starving. After successfully defending themselves from the attack, 
the party had just begun to settle down to sleep. Actually, Womberbash beat them to sleep because he fell asleep immediately after another transformation, which apparently sucks the very life out of him uh, every time. Uh, but it's a traumatic event for him at, at this point. Uh, so I think we're going to pick up there. Uh, so after... Lomberbash falls flat on the slab of rock and he's already sawing logs and Peter and Tira discussing what to do. A light drizzle begins to fall and the fog begins to dissipate, but that's going to take some time before it's fully dissolved. Peter, Tira? Uh, you go on back to sleep, Peter. I'll finish the watch. All right. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I'm going with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Tira, the night, I'm going to say, passes uneventfully, mm-hmm. except as the fog continues to uh, melt in the rain, you do notice that that glow from the stone beard, the, the lichen that grows on the stones of the moors, is really pronounced. Uh, it's just this greenish-white glow that basically glows up about a foot or so off the ground, and it's... I wouldn't say it's creepy. Well, maybe it is. Draws the eye. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> and it's all around you for miles because the okay. moors extend as far as you can see. So I, maybe I still think that something about that reminds me of the dream that, that we were discussing on the way. Because didn't you mention the light coming up from our feet? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, maybe I'm just... I, I guess I'm going to take another circuit of the camp seeing as how we now know that there are predators around. Okay. Um, and in the meantime, just kind of trying to maybe take a closer look at this stuff. All right, as you pass... Maybe reach out and touch the ground. Or, sure. As you pass the torches that Wamberbash thoughtfully yeah. set at the perimeter, right. uh, they gutter a little bit as you pass, um, but you you make the circuit around. You don't really notice anything. Did you say you were gathering some of the moss? The lichen? I, I, I was going to reach out and touch it maybe mm-hmm. and just to see, if, does it feel like normal moss or is it... Yeah, it feels is, like norm, feels no normal. heat or anything to it. Okay. It's just a bioluminescence that glows up from the ground. See, now I'm looking down at my... I'm trying to remember to do all these cool D&D things <laughs> where you look at your sheet and say, ooh, can I find out something about this by doing a thing? And I don't know anything about that. So <laughs> you can you can throw in here, DM, and, and give me a hint. You know, do you want to check for something or other? Well, maybe you can do you can a nature do check. Eat some of it. I'll eat some of it. I don't know that <laughs> I would That's a surefire way to check yeah. it out. <laughs> She'll, she just starts glowing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's going on? You got light beams shooting out of your mouth. Light beams shooting out. Okay, like, so like a I'll do a nature check, I guess. Okay, yeah, go ahead and do a nature check. Is that a 22? Yep. Is everything 20? Mostly. Everything is 20. All right. Yeah. Now, what am I looking 20. at? What am I looking at here no, on my sheet? That should be next to intelligence, I believe. It is, so okay. I don't have it blacked in, but so, so I get no only, advantages on it. You, you only add your intelligence bonus. Okay. Well, that gives me a 19. Okay. I'll say that you had a very similar lichen that grew in the delve. Okay. And so this is not unusual to you, at least the concept of it isn't. Um, however, this is much lighter. Okay, but ours didn't glow, did it? It, it provides much more light. There, there was a light glow to the lichen that grew in the delve, but nothing like this. I thought you were drawing breath to say something. I heard... Okay. <clears throat> He's just shocked. Oh, okay. That, that you had a good roll. Good... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, for real. Okay. Okay, so I... 
That's it. Yeah. Uh, re- really nothing of note. It's just more of an ambiance thing. But okay. This light is shining all around you. All right. And, hmm. I guess I'll also say that because of your dark vision, not that you really need it for this, but right. very far off, you can see what looks like a concentration of this light, but it's it's a long distance away to the north. Is it in the direction that we're already yes. going? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just going to make a mental note then to maybe mention it to the guys when they get up and as we're going saying, hey, when we, I have no real, how much, how much of a notion do I have of how far away it is? Like, can I tell, oh, we'll get there by tonight. Oh, it's, or it, it will not be by tonight. No. It's, or, I mean, I mean, by our next day's travel, what I mean, very is likely. what I mean. So, okay. I can tell. Okay. So I, maybe I'll make, I'm just making a mental note to. Yeah ask the guys about it and say, hey, maybe we can try and make camp there tomorrow night since it's kind of, it seems like a good place to camp. Yeah. And really that's, that's going to be, it's kind of like when you're outside at night and you're looking up at the stars. If you look straight at a star, right. you can't really see it. But as soon as you shift your eyes away, just away, you catch that little pinprick. It's, mm-hmm. it's that kind of thing. Okay. No telling how far it is. It's hard to tell distances on this okay. straight line road. No real landmarks. Alrighty. Out here. All right, but aside from that, the night passes uneventfully. You all get the effects of a full rest. Yay. Any spell slots that you used, any uh, damage you've taken, any hit dice you've expended, Yay. which I don't think you have. I haven't, no. Yeah. Everyone should have two hit dice, full hit points, full spells, all that good stuff. All righty. Good to go? Mm-hmm. Good to go. Excellent. Let's go. The morning dawns gray. Rain clouds lower in the skies to the north, and indeed you see the indistinct edges of hazy curtains that mark steady rainfall some miles off. This area gets a lot of rain from the looks of it. Gray rock covered in greenish-white lichen juts from the ground all over the place, and scraggly brown grass soaks up the falling rain. Here and there you see more of the pools of brackish water that dully reflect the light of the dismal sky. The landscape goes on for miles, the road pushing gently through the worst of it. So that is what greets you in the morning. You do have rations. I believe you ate the last of your food from the feast. Right. Uh, so you, you can eat some rations or try and scavenge something. Maybe there's a dead mountain lion here. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> do people eat mountain lions? Lion steaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we have any trouble waking up Womberbash? No. You awaken. <laughs> your head hurts a little bit. Mm. But that's it. All right, you two. We need to we need to get up. Maybe have a little bit of something to eat. But we need to we need to press on towards Flenmore. While I was watching last night, I just I don't know something about this glowing lichen on the trees and the ground. It, it's it's stirring a memory or some sort of of that. I had to come back to that dream just real quick. I mean, I remember being under. It just kind of reminded me of that. I don't know if this is some kind of a marker or whatever, but I saw some more farther up the road and i think we'll be able to get there by tonight if we if we get going is that where we're going already yes, yes. okay I'm, okay <laughs> you were looking to the north flinmore is to the north oh okay i thought there seemed like there was an understanding or something that passed between the two of you i'm so suspicious of of uh these Insider two being, these, yeah these two being in cahoots somehow or other in cahoots in cahoots <laughs> uh yeah, so uh, 
Let's see. I guess I'm going to look around. I, I don't know how much I really know. Oh, uh, Peter. Yes. Why don't you look around after you've had a chance to eat some of your rations, look around and see if there's anything edible that we can forage. A warmer bash, I guess you could do that too. You guys would probably know more about that than I do. I found do. this lichen that we can eat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eat the lichen. If it's phosphorescent. I'm going to look for some mushrooms. Good idea. Found these glowing mushrooms we can eat. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you can take a few minutes to... Yeah, just take a few minutes to get yeah, some mushrooms. Some... I'll, I'll probably grab some extra and put them in my bag. Yeah. For a little snack. Why don't <laughs> you roll percentage dice, so the two ten-siders, and I'm going to say 25 or less, you'll be able to find some mushrooms. 25 or less? Yes. Oh, I got 86. Okay. You don't or find 68. any. <laughs> I'm going to make a check for some mushrooms in a different area. Okay. For him. So it's 20. You find some mushrooms. Okay. Hey, man, mushrooms. can I get some of those shrooms? <laughs> yes. Well, good work, Peter. Walmart Bash is out there just oh, looking all over the place, and he's, he's going far. This is my theme. I, know, like, <laughs> I can't think you'd have a nose for shrooms. Yeah. Peter leans back on his arms. He's sitting on the ground, just leans back. Oh, hey, mushrooms. look, mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and they are small and brown with a little white cap on top of them. Um, okay. I'm just going to give them to Womber Bash because I don't know anything about nature. Which is interesting considering yeah, your background. I, I think probably, we missed probably, something yeah, there. Yeah, I think I missed something. I have insight, medicine, religion, and persuasion. So, hmm. yeah. Okay, well, you don't have it. We, we overlooked it somehow. Yeah. I don't know how we did that. Maybe it's because you're still an acolyte. You're still in training. Yeah. He had you hand them to Womberbash. Yes. Okay. Womberbash. Peter taps you on the shoulder as you're out there sniffing around and. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's get back on the road, everybody. We need to we need to get moving if we're going to make it to Flinmore in less than three days. We're going to stay ahead of this weather. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Are, are you tucking the mushrooms away? Okay. I yeah, didn't know if you're just going to eat them right on the spot. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's head out. You get back I'm on the... make sure we dust the fire and all that. It's all that campfire stuff. Oh, um, yeah. all that camp and the stuff. torches are not fully consumed. I'd say they're about yeah. halfway consumed. Okay. All right, I'll collect those bad boys okay. up and put them back in my pack. Gotcha. All right. You okay. now have, what was it, five or six torches sticking out five. of the side, top yeah. side of your backpack. Yeah. And they were scattering little bits of black on your shoulder. <laughs> All right, so you have your torches gathered, the fire's been doused, and you are back on the road. And, of course, after a night of steady drizzle and now rain, the road is just, it's sucking at your boots as you go. Ugh. It's not very pleasant going. In fact, it slows you down. I'm going to take my um, my skins off of my feet and just go barefoot okay. in the mud. You have the, the mud splatter going all the way up your calves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Did you, you change back into your skin? I did. Right, mm -hmm. okay. I did. What did you do with the habit Peter lent you? I left it on the floor. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Some maid back in Arden is, yeah. what it, in the world? It's of no use to me. <laughs> this thing, well, no, it smells pretty good. It smells like <laughs> lavender. Yeah, yeah. You press on, and I'll say again, you, you pass much of the morning. I, we'll say you got started about six, and you're going about four hours, so you're a good... 
15 miles. Uh, I'm going to make it more like 12 because of the slowness. Mm. Make it about 12 miles. And I'm not sure who has the best eyesight around here. Um, I mean, I have the dark vision. You have the dark vision, but it's not really yeah. darkness. Are we going off the passive perception? Um, no. Well, yeah, it's, I know the two of you are tied. Womberbash and Peter have a 13. Yeah, none of us is so really high. We'll, we'll go with that. Out to the west, as you're heading north along this road, off to your left, you can see a dim shape rising through the curtains of rain. It looks like a pale lump of earth sticking up. Hmm. Because the landscape is relatively unbroken, there's no reliable way to tell how far away it actually is. Whatever the distance, the height must be considerable for it to stand out as prominently as it does in the slight roll of the moorland. But as you look over that way, you feel a chill across your arms and your back. Just looking at this thing makes you uneasy. They notice that I don't. Are you going to say anything? Peter, what is that? I have no idea. You remember the same sensation from your trip to Vontide years ago? But nobody really talked about it. So yeah, to you, it's just a hill out there somewhere in the distance. And Ma- as Womberbash brings it up, mm-hmm. Tira, you glance Look that direction. That way too. It makes me feel funny. And Tira, again, the, the dwarves pass this way all the time mm-hmm. going to Flynnmore with the ore shipments. And you have heard those who go on these trips talk about a place called Stone Crown. In the terminology of the dwarves, it's often said that it has bad bones. And hmm. as a dwarf, you just instinctively know that... You don't go there. You don't go there. It's just a yeah. something that the dwarves talk about and don't even really mention all that much. It's a weird place. So that, that's about all okay. I have to Stone say. Stone crown. Okay. Yeah. And in fact, go ahead and take one discovery experience point. Just add one to your experience point count for discovery oh. of that location. Okay. And I don't know if you're keeping a list of places you've discovered. I would encourage that, but Stone Crown, you can add to your list of discovered places. I'm going to write Evil Hill. <laughs> <laughs> bad Bones. Bad Bones. Yeah, I need to remember that too because I'll never remember that. Them Bad Bones. Them Bad Bones. All right. So Wamperbash says, Peter, what's that? Peter says, I have no idea. And so I look over and I have the same. Yes. Feeling about looking at it. <clears throat> in fact, it may even be heightened in yeah. you as a dwarf. Right. I really want to, you know, I've, I've passed through here a couple times, and I've seen that place, but, you know, no matter how many times I ask others with me, nobody really tells me what that is. I really want to just go over and look. I don't know if that's a good idea, Peter. There are stories among the dwarves about a place called Stone Crown, those who take the, the ore to and from Flenmore and Arden have, have talked about it, and it's just not a... It, they talk about it having bad bones. It's just not a place that we should go. I, I don't think we should go over there. Hmm. Don't you feel it? It feels... I don't no, know. I'm not going over there. But isn't there any kind of like want, strange pull? He wants to go. You want us to stay here and wait for you? I don't think we should split up. You guys can stay here and wait for me. I'll be right back. <sighs> Who's going to repeat my line? <laughs> I'm coming with you. <laughs> You're going on your own. Yeah. 
I'll stay here and guard the road. Is that, <laughs> guard is, that, the road. is that what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think you should go by yourself, Peter. If we're going to go, we should all go. I, I, don't, I don't want to go. Like, it makes me feel weird. Well, I understand. It does me, too. Just looking at it, there's something about it that just doesn't feel right, but... We, that we, is we, the tingle of discovery. <laughs> we, we, have to, we have to get to um, Flenmore, like, like the longer it's we stay. It's on our way, right? Well, as far or, as... And it's to the west. Right. You would, you would be going out of your way, and again, looking at it, just with your rough judgment of, I guess, using your stone uh-huh. cunning... So, oh, yeah. My stone cunning that I totally have. That, that's more about constructed things, like uh, passageways yeah. and whatnot. Right. But this is still a very stony landscape. I'm going to say that you're estimating it might be about two miles, maybe more distant. And this is over pathless moorland. Yeah. Peter, why don't we try looking at this thing on the way back? It'll well, still knows, be there. Who knows if we'll come back this way. And from what I from what I can tell, we're not in that much of a hurry, really. The stag said, "Time is of the essence." Like, don't don't you feel like the 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 weirdness from being around that thing? I can, I I, I feel some sort of anticipation at the very least. <sighs> I tell you what, why don't you go on your own? And Tira and I will go to Flynnmore. <laughs> wow. We'll see that's, you, we'll wow, see, we'll wow, see you later. that's cold. <laughs> Give me your stone before you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, drop the stone, buddy. Uh, Peter, what is it you're hoping to find over there? I don't know. That's kind of why I want to go over there. I don't know if you've listened to the Three Pillar Experience episode that I did. Yeah, you get experience points for exploring places. You get one for discovering it, Mm -hmm. and then if you go and explore it, then there's a potential to get another nine for fully exploring a place. I just want to make sure you're not doing it just because you want experience, but I also, in that episode, I mentioned that just because you get a discovery point doesn't mean that there's more there to explore. Sometimes ruins are just ruins. Or whatever. But you don't know until you do it. So yeah. it's this is up to you. This is your call. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's more than two miles out of our way. And I am curious to find out if there is anything to the goblin goblins. And if, and if it is to the <laughs> if there's anything to the dwarven stories. I don't know, we are kind of on a Voyage of discovery here. Even if it does turn out to be dangerous there, it's nothing that we can't handle. I mean, we literally repelled an invasion force. <laughs> what, you, what? I'm being a cocky player just for the dungeon master's satisfaction. Oh. <laughs> Robert Bash looks befuddled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like how I feel around that thing. Okay. Well, we'll all go together. And if, 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 if we get, <laughs> if as we she get was close, speaking Dwarvish. Yes. <laughs> you guys. I switched, I slipped into my, my native tongue. Um, if we get closer, closer to it and, and it's just overwhelming, we can always turn back. It's just a hill. I feel like I'm switching positions. <laughs> no, that's a place, that's a bad place. No, just never into mind. my Let's trap. Go. <laughs> Maybe Peter has 
swayed your sense of yeah. adventure. Yeah, and I am curious. Well, I'm not going to stay here by myself. No, don't so stay here by yourself. You can stay behind me. I'll be in the back. You be you walk behind me. In fact, I'll go in the front if you want. Peter goes first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess we're gonna strike off the path and try and head over there. Okay. <sighs> this is rough terrain. This is rough terrain, and you are severely slowed. As in, one mile in about an hour. Are you so, trying to get us not to go over there? <laughs> I'm just. This is the way I have it set up. Is it okay. is it uh, murky, like swampy at this point? Or yeah, the further you get from the road the more pitted the landscape becomes. And so now it's brackish pool after pool, and you have the, the breaks in the land that are collecting the water that falls. And in fact, the further you get from the road, there's there's a smell. Uh, have mm-hmm. you ever been around standing water? Yes. There's Bog. that sulfurous smell. Yeah. yeah, and even every now and then you hear, or not hear, you see... Skeletal, skeletal pieces sticking up out of some of these places. Where Human? Or? It's hard to tell. You just see maybe a rib sticking out or something where maybe something fell into one of these pools. Mm. But I'll, I'll say this. At about a mile away, you get a mile in to your direction toward mm-hmm. the hill. Tira, you begin to sense rather than see, but there are jagged stone pillars rising from the top of the hill. I think I can see something. I gotta, I gotta stop just for a second. I gotta keep my feet dry as much as possible. Can we just stop for just a second, please? I mean, sure. we can stop for a second. I don't know if there's any point in getting your feet dry now. I just, I can't have them constantly wet. Otherwise, I'll have a problem. Okay. Peter and Wamberbash, I'm gonna say that as you are sitting there resting, you notice a black swarm above the hill also. Uh, you see it looks like a cloud of birds that's just swarming over the top of the hill. And you can even make out a skeletal tree up on top. So you, you've got a lot of things at the top of the hill. Um, but you also begin to notice in each of your individual songs as you hold your stones mm-hmm. uh, that there's a note of discord that has crept in to your song. Wamberbash, you're taking care of your feet. Let's say that you have addressed your immediate concerns. How about about how far away are we from the place? About one, well, from Tira's original estimate, about a mile. But it's one of those things where it seems like no matter how Mm -hmm. close you feel like you're getting, it still seems to be about the same distance. Right. You know, I, um, I dig into my pocket as I'm sitting there just waiting for my feet to like just dry out a little bit more before I go and get them wet again and this thing and I'm rubbing my stone that I have mm-hmm. okay. and as I'm looking up in my mind I'm starting to think about you know what I've I, those birds are reminding me that I've always wanted to fly and um and then I'm wondering also very intently about what 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 it is up there and I'm seeing the swarm and um as I look at the the birds or what it seems to be swarming around above this tree I sort of like start to get into a trance so to speak and as i'm rubbing the stone um my back starts popping again <laughs> and next thing you know i expend a side point <laughs> and all of, all of a sudden i i start to 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 buckle down and 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 my bones are, are crack, cracking and i feel the, my face extrude out and all of a sudden i have like sort of like a a small beak and Wings start pop, popping out of my back. What? 
and next thing you know, I have wings, and my feet turn into like how, how many side points does that cost? Well, it's, it's it's I'm sorry, it is. Yeah, flying is expensive. Yeah, so basically, and then I like calm back down again, and you cut out that entire thing. <laughs> Man. Uh, you're gonna cut this out but man I was gonna fly over there so oh. it would save us some time but I don't have I have enough side points but I can't spend that much at a time oh. <gasps> okay you're like yeah keep don't keep coming <laughs> how, many, how much does that cost I wanted to make sure where you were going with it and yeah. all right never mind oh man all right, so so my, the story my, my, yeah, feet, right? my feet are dry <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing over there like... You awaken from your daydream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, that would be, oh, man, that'd be awesome. All right. Well, I can definitely see... It looks like stones or ruins of some kind at the top of the hill, but what's that above it? A swarm of... Earths? Oh, it seems to be some side, some kind of... Tree is our is our feeling of ickiness intensifying at all, or is it about the same? The closer you're getting, it's steadily ramping up. But right now, now that you're not moving, mm-hmm. it just seems to be a, a vague sentiment of unease among the three of you. Mm-hmm. About what time of day is it now? It's close to uh, 11. So you got up mm-hmm. at 6, went for about four hours, and then yeah, this cross-country, yeah, one hour. So, you're so right up- at this point, I'm thinking to myself, and I say out loud... Mm-hmm. I think it's taken us about an hour to get this far, and if it was about two miles, we might have another hour left, and then we got to think about getting back to the trail. Are you sure you guys want to do this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely something up there. I, I, I'm willing to look, and I'm willing to check it out. All right. My feet are dry. Let's go. Okay. Okay, you press on toward the hill, and now every step you take seems to be leaden. Every time you raise your foot, it's like you're, you're resisting something to do it. And then all of a sudden, Peter, you see Wamberbash just suddenly tear in half. <gasps> Wait, what? And as you try to raise your hand to stop it, you notice that your arm is just covered in blood, and your arm falls off. Tira, you are behind, let's see, what's the order here? It's Peter and Peter, then Tira. Peter, me, Wombarbash. Okay, so yeah, Peter, you glance back and see that. And as it's almost like you're trying to raise your hand to help him. That happens. Tira, you are in between Peter and Wombarbash, so you wheel around in time to see the earth just split open. And down goes Wombarbash behind you. And the earth, it, it's as it rips open all along the, the length of your trail back to the main road, it's like a mouth just opening. Jagged teeth are forming. Wamberbash, you see... He just tore in half! You see in front of you two feral animals, and their teeth are shooting out of their mouths. It's like they're erupting from their gums. They're grunting to each other, and it's a flurry of activity, of feast-like animals growling at each other, and their mouths are rimmed with blood. Basically, you are all seeing things that terrify you. <laughs> We're all seeing different things. You're all seeing things that terrify you. <laughs> I want you all to roll a 
wisdom saving throw. <laughs> the, what? No, we killed Mommer Bash. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Mom rolled a natural one. Uh, I rolled a 19 total. 12. I'm dead. <laughs> Do you have an inspiration point? I have one, yes. Okay, you can use that to reroll. I think I if will, because that was awful. This is not a good time for natural ones. All right, I'm gonna use my inspiration point and re-roll that natural one. Come on, do something better. She's warming up the dice. I am. She's I'm got like, like some technique. Tira needs a new pair of shoes. Yeah, so a total of nine. Okay. Nine total. Twelve. Mm -hmm. Nineteen. Tira streaks back in the direction you've come from. Tira, you are just overcome mm -hmm. with terror. You're reliving that moment in the delve again, mm -hmm. and you're just, uh, in fact, from the gaping maw of the earth, you can hear the cries and screams of the dwarves. Mm. Womberbash, you're not far behind her. You're not running as quickly as she is, but you are making haste to get away from those beasts. The beasts. Peter, even you. What? Even you. This is a very high DC. You are the most reluctant to leave, and in fact, you cast a glance over your shoulder as you go, and it's like beams of light are shining around the hill, but directly above it, there's especially thick clouds that cast shadow, and somehow that seems unsettling to your stomach. Man. <laughs> I don't want to go up there and find out what it is. You are all, We're all running driven away from the hill. Oh man. All right, so as we, as how far would it have to get before the vision kind of writes itself? As you make your way back, you're about a half mile back. Well, I mean, covered one mile in an hour, half mile in a matter of seconds. So hang on a second. So, <laughs> skipping over the slush. So do, do I kind of just like see Womp, both of Wombesh's halves just like hopping along all trying Yeah, how's something? that gonna work? Or are they like As you step together? away, the vision dispels. It's, it's almost like a mist is coming away from your eyes and you're seeing reality once more. But you, um, yeah, just thinking about it again in your mind, it's very disjointed, very uncertain. And you're most of the way back before you all begin to feel that sense of relief, like, I'm away from the madness. Okay. <sighs> Wombarbash, you were right. We should not have gone there. Well, Peter's like way back there still. Like, I mean, like we're here, but he's over there. He needs to come on. Peter! He's picking his way steadily towards you. I, it's almost like he's being more careful to avoid the the pits and the, yeah. the water. Peter, please hurry. We, I want to get out of here now. I'm on my way. I'm coming with you. Actually, maybe we should go back. What? <laughs> Just kidding. I left something. Yeah. Oops, I dropped my spoon. <laughs> oh, no. I would definitely go back for my spoon. Oh, no, my sanity. Um, you find yourself back on the road and maybe 100 yards north of where you entered this. You can see your foot sloshes. Okay, okay, so we've made at least 100 yards yes. yeah. gain as opposed to our... And so it's been about two hours then. Well... Yeah, about an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. You right. were much less careful coming back. All right, we get back to the road and I'm just going to kind of stand there facing away from the other two, basically like I am right now with, with one hand on the other side of my face. And you're just staring 
down and trying to clear that that moment from my mind. Yeah, the whole way back, you felt as if, kind of like when you're a kid and you're going up the stairs in the dark and you feel like something's behind you. Yes. That that terror feeling of something is about to reach out and grab you, that that was following you the whole way back. Mm-hmm. Without thinking about it, I've touched, I've reached down and I've got my, touching the, the scarring on my arms and still just not looking at either of them and just trying to clear my head. Those beasts were insane. Did you see that? I've never seen animals like that before. Beasts? I didn't see any beasts. Well, I'm surprised that you're still alive. What are you talking about? You were ripped in half. No, they never got me. No, no, you were just... I just, like, go behind you, and you just... I just, You just spontaneously ripped in half, and my... Oh, 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 my arm. Oh, it's still here. Okay. Okay, that's good. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. I saw beasts. I didn't see any beasts, and I didn't see anybody torn in half, but the earth just opened up. I thought we were all going to be swallowed. And I could hear them. Hear who? I didn't see that at all. I could hear them. Well, it's clear we shouldn't have been over there, as I said. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Somebody had to go. Too too bad no one objected to us going over there. (sighs) Okay. Fine, let's just get on to fun. You were right, Wumperbash. Let's So it's about one o'clock. Let's keep moving. So we need to we need to head on head on toward as far as we can go because we have like another day. Let's just get let's just get as far away from here as we can. Yeah, it it's close to noon actually at this mm-hmm. point. Okay. Yeah, um, so you haven't lost a whole lot of time, but obviously two hours, hour and a half is a pretty good setback on your journey. Okay. So you have another, let's say, four hours of travel time ahead of you, unless you want to stop. Do you want to put some distance between you? I want to put some place? distance between yes. me and this place. Okay. So you're welcome to eat along the way. Maybe there's not a whole lot of talking. Hungry is the last thing I'm feeling okay, right now. Right. Yeah, you are, I'll say conversation is probably at a minimum mm-hmm. at this point as you're all running through what you just saw in your minds. I'm just trying to figure out the next time Peter wants to go, how I can hit him on the head. <laughs> no kidding, stupid iron pot. <laughs> yeah, the first thing I do in Flynnmore is buy an iron pot. <laughs> That's, yeah, for real. No. All right, yeah, that's where you are and you make it another four hours down the road and at last your legs just can't take it anymore you are all aching again it's that same Mm -hmm. weirdness of being active in a different way than you're used to are we close to where i saw that phosphorescent stuff or it's not dark yet i can't tell it's not yeah let's see it's about four in the afternoon still another few hours before that level of darkness. But do we see the lichen on the trees around us at all? No trees. There's very or little. What, the yeah, rocks, whatever. Right. Rocks and shrub. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the lichen, but nothing that would really be like it is. Like like you seem like to. Like I saw, I thought I saw a heavy concentration yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm going uh, <clears> to, <throat> I'm going to suggest that we find the, um, a clearing. Okay. And that way we can maybe set up for camp. I'm going to make a fire. I'm going to set my torches that I had the night before out. I'm just not going to light them yet. Um, okay. Making so ready. just be ready, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Peter, are you doing anything? Once we have the fire up and running, I'm just going to lay out my bedroll and sit down and peruse my green book. All right. And Tira? I sit down on a rock with my head in my hands. I'm going to sit with my feet toward the fire and try to just get them as warm and mm-hmm. as dry as possible because they've been wet for a while and they're mm-hmm. cold and mm-hmm. pruney. 
his gnarled toes are sticking up and wiggling <laughs> in front of the fire. I'm also I also set my boots or my skins up on on yeah. sticks close to the fire to help dry them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. That is how you prepare yourselves, and in spite of the shock, you do feel some hunger. Right. Now, by now, I'm hungry. Yeah. I wasn't hungry back then. So is there anything special you want to do before we slip into nighttime? I mean, other than just grab a little bit, a few rations and... Eat. Peter, you go ahead and take the first watch. Yeah, right. Fine. <laughs> Peter Braveheart over here. I'll wake you up, be like, guys, there's a thing over there. Let's go check it out. <laughs> I got this crazy idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess eat a little bit of dried whatever is in my pack. Got it. Okay. Any other conversation, anything you want to talk about, or is it still very subdued? Uh, I'm just eating as I'm still reading from my green book. He's like, right. yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll skip the flavor and <laughs> just go right through. Night does fall and the rain doesn't really relent. In fact, it seems to be increasing in pace, much like it is today out here. (laughs) The, as the rain falls, Peter, you do notice that there is a concentration of phosphorescent light again to the north, similar to what Tira described to you in the morning. Okay. Are we, we're not sleeping yet, are we? That's up to you. Oh. I am sleeping. (laughs) He's <laughs> sleeping. Okay. Especially if I, I, I'm anticipating having the last watch. I want to get as much sleep as possible because I'll be up from that watch until we leave. So yeah, Did he even take a watch last night? <laughs> I don't think you did. No. That's right. You, you said took you, the bulk of it. I did take the bulk of it. Yeah, you had six hours to Peter's two. <laughs> <laughs> you mean his three? Uh, yes, his yeah. three. <laughs> okay. Successful deception check. <laughs> I'm going to watch one hour. And wake up, Tira. Mm-hmm. I've been watching for four hours. Mm-hmm. No. It's your turn. <laughs> um, I, I don't know that I'm necessarily asleep yet. Um, can I see the phosphorus and stuff now? He yeah, said, if you're looking for it, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Well, which I am because I was expecting that we would get there by the end of today and okay. not. So, yeah. and in fact, it looks more bright than okay. it did the night before. Peter, do you see it? Can you see the the over over to the north? Yes, I see it. Uh, I was really thinking, I really thought we'd be there by now, but I suppose our detour um, took some of the distance off that we thought we'd get today. Man, that was... (sighs) Why did you want to go over there, Peter? Curiosity, I guess. (sighs) Well, now I can definitely go back when all this is over, and tell the dwarves that they should definitely stay away from there, that they were right. Bad bones, for sure. For real, guys. <clears throat> anyway, you, 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 you felt like your arm fell off? Yep. Wow. And Wombrima spontaneously ripped into pieces. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> By the divines. You've got to cut some of the stuff out that I say. <laughs> He's not going to cut any of this. I'm, I can tell by the look on his face. Jeepers. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, wow. Wowzers. <laughs> Yoinks. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. Yikes. Dude. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, that was, that was near to the worst experience of my life. We need to be more careful about what we 
we need to stay focused. We need to stay focused and we need to get to Flenmore. I'm sure that the, the, the next thing in our, the next part of our journey is we'll start there. Hopefully we'll pass by that concentration of, of lichen on our way and we can have a look because it, it's really, really bright, brighter, brighter than any of this. But other than that, I think we just need to get to Flenmore as fast as we can. Yeah. And I think, I think I am going to try and get some rest, Peter, so that you can finish the watch. Um, if nothing else, I'm just going to lay down, <laughs> yeah. try and stare at the stars and get a different image in my head. No stars, just rain. Oh, that's right. It's raining. Yeah. But. Let the rain fall on my face. Yeah. One of the benefits to being a dwarf is stone is actually comfortable to mm -hmm. you as you're trying to sleep and you're used to dank conditions from mm -hmm. time to time in the delve. So it's actually not a bad sleep for you. Great. And the loud rumbling of your snores keeps any wild animals at bay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Peter, your watch passes uneventfully. And basically, we'll, we'll just say the whole watch night. To watch to yeah, watch, the yeah. whole night passes uneventfully. Wamberbash, in the morning, you awaken everyone. Hey, <laughs> it's time to get up, everybody. We gotta go. Time to wake <clears throat> up, Mr. Freeman. <laughs> What's that? No, it's from Half Life. Oh, I found okay. some. I found some mushrooms, so I, I packed some. Let's go. Okay. Let me roll out my. Let me roll out my stuff and let's douse the fire. Or we have. How does a lot of fire when it's raining out? It's possible. It depends okay. on the strength of the rain. Okay. Uh, you are able to get the campsite cleaned up again mm -hmm. and make it back out on the road. For those five torches of Wamberbash is used up. Yeah, are yeah they those, all? those are all completely used. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you just. Toss those. Yeah, or? I just leave those. I should have five more in my pack. Yeah. Okay. All right. You make your way back out onto the road, and I are you eating on the move, or are you, are you take? Sure. Let's eat on the move. Yeah. We have to make up some distance from yesterday. Yeah. Right. And the rain seems to be diminishing somewhat, so it's often the distance to the north and to the east, you can see specks of blue shining through the clouds. So it looks like maybe the clouds will stop their downpour before too long. You are making better time, staying more to the margins of the road where the ground is a little more elevated, when behind you, you can hear a rattle of something coming up behind you. I look behind me. Is it like, like a wagon? Like wagon a rattling cart? It's a carriage. Okay. Coming, a closed carriage coming up behind you, and as it rumbles by, you can hear the coachman talking soothingly to the horses. I'm actually going Ooh. to wave him. Horses! Uh, like, wave him over to us. <laughs> he just go, keeps on going. His head is down. Where are you going? Yeah. Doesn't even answer. Is there any way for us to run yeah, and hitch or like, we... jump on Shows the back? Blessings on you. Say that is again. there any way to, to run and jump on the back of the uh, carriage and sort of like <laughs> ride it? Hitch a ride? Uh, yeah, give me a dexterity check. I'm uh, going to follow him. Dexterity. So, total of 17. Love points. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled better than you? Crazy. An eight. An 17. I have a six. Tira. What? <laughs> Woo! My dwarf, stubby little legs. <laughs> the dwarf vaults forward, <laughs> grabs onto a, a rod, a metal uh -huh. piece of metal that's on the back of the carriage. But even that, 
17, your, your hand slips and you begin, your, your feet are dragging along behind the carriage as you're trying to hold yourself onto the like carriage. I look like an idiot. And meanwhile, the other two are just running along a track. <laughs> they go splat, splat, face down in the mud of the road. So either you're going to be... Yeah. Take uh, off well without them, them, then I better. All right. I guess I just let go. Um, I, I noticed that they have not made it onto the carriage with me. Yeah, and you. I mean, for real. What kind of carriage is this? You let go and you Uh stumble along behind it, trying to Mm -hmm. catch your your balance. Yeah. You don't fall down, but looking back, you can see the two getting up, and they are just head to toe mud. And we could use those horses. Why'd you have them come along, even? (laughs) The carriage goes on down the road, and then after another, I don't know, let's say 200 yards. It just suddenly comes to a stop. And then you see the driver get up and stand to the side of the carriage. And he opens the door and he's talking to somebody inside. It's obvious that he's talking, having a conversation. And then he reaches in, lays hold of someone and just pulls them out. And you see this person just go splash also into the mud up ahead. And then a second later, his luggage comes right along with him. There's several valises and it looks like a case of some kind and then the carriage driver gets back up and then continues on his way up ahead ahead you can see a person sitting there trying to wipe the mud off of his face surrounded by his belongings i'm going to um kind of hurry over to him see what what happened what all is going on yeah i think we should go up and see if if he needs help let's go yeah, Peter's already taken off. Wonka yeah. Bash, what are you doing? I'm going to walk walk behind them or go behind them, but I'm not really, like, eager. I'm right, just so trying right. to, like, Maybe you're keeping pace with yeah, Tira and yeah. Peter, you're just rushing ahead. Peter, you get there first, mm-hmm. and you see there's a man in what, at least once, wear very nice-looking clothes, and he's looking disconsolately at first at the belongings to either side of him, but as he sees you approach, he wipes the mud away from his mouth and through the mud you can see the gleam of his white teeth as he smiles at you broadly and then stands up hello good sir uh hang on have we caught up by now yes you're you're not far behind okay are you all right no yes just a minor stumble he threw you out of the carriage well we had a disagreement about the nature of money you see I don't find it very important, but that fellow sure seemed to think it was. The nature of money. <laughs> uh, name's Rebeck, and he holds out his hand to you. I shake it hesitantly. <laughs> and what's your name, good sir? Peter. Peter. Is that a local name? Yes. I see. Oh, and who do we have here? Uh, hi, hi, I'm Womberbash. Womberbash. Oh, that's a fine name. Fine. My lady. And he reaches forward and takes your, takes your hand and he bends down over it to he kiss it. He bends way down. <laughs> you're, you're about four and a half feet tall. Yeah. Even though he's, you're not that he's sitting, he's like... Wait, oh, no. is he sitting? He stood up. Oh, I thought so. Yeah. Just kidding. My lady dwarf, you are fair amongst all this rugged terrain. <laughs> uh, thank you. My name's Rebeck. Rebeck, I'm Tira. Tira. I like that name. It has such a lovely, 
ring to it. And he waves his hand as he says, <laughs> Boy, ring. We run into Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> where are you going? Flynnmore. Flynnmore. Oh, that's exactly where I'm going. <laughs> Just tell everything we're doing. <laughs> yes, I'm local. We're going to Flynnmore. <laughs> can, I, can I, like, look at this guy and see if I see anything, like, strange, like, yeah. why don't you do an insight check? Is that going to be my perception? No, it's insight. In, it's insight. Oh, insight. Actually, can I roll one too? It should be next to intelligence. Oh, I no, I, I, it's wisdom. Okay, wisdom, mm-hmm. and then your modifier plus what yeah, you roll. Yeah, it's 16. Okay. He seems to be a very positive person. You're welcome to do a check too. You see Womberbash sizing him up, and you think, hmm, yeah, something seems. <laughs> What really nice mean? about this guy. He is I a stand-up guy. <laughs> so with the 16, I can't tell. I can't tell if he's... What you perceive is that he is... Is he genuine? genuine. He seems genuine. Okay. Where Where were you headed in the in the coach? Well, to Flintmore, of course. Uh, what was his name again? I already forgot. My name is Rebeck. Rebeck, Rebeck. Rebeck. I see you were looking at me inquisitively. That's the only thing you could possibly want to know. <laughs> May I walk with you? I don't want to carry his things. Oh, no, no. I can carry my own things, of course. I wouldn't put my things in your hands. Just give me a moment to gather them, will you? And so he picks up a couple of... There's there's two two very sturdy cases that he has, and then one that he can put onto his back. Okay. And he seems to be rather fit. All Um, right. Well, I guess we'll, we'll go on. I'm reserving judgment a little bit here. The case, by the way, appears to be that uh, made specifically for a music instrument. Hmm. We've got ourselves a bard. As we were walking along, um, so we started, we started on down the road together, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Uh, so what, what is taking you to Flenmore, Rebeck? Oh, the call of the city, of course. Why, that's where I go to perform and make as much money as I possibly... Oh, it's a beautiful place. <laughs> And it's very good for... I thought you didn't think money was important. Well, it's not when I don't have it. And I don't put as much stock in it as other people do, you know? Money is made to be used. Why hold on to it? Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Deep thoughts by Rebecca. Uh, <laughs> How... oh, look at the beauty of this place. And I, I've been here before, but every time I come, I'm just struck by uh, look at the way the the rain is falling over there and uh, the the <laughs> I like this natural guy. <laughs> wonder <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean over to Tira and say gets dumped here often doesn't he <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> clearly um and he starts whistling <laughs> i think i might look at one bash and be kind of like this guy <laughs> <laughs> Even with all the weight that he's carrying, yeah. there's a spring in his He's step. just bouncing. Yeah. It's Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> he's, he's Chris from Parks and Recreation. Nah. You are literally Tira <laughs> yeah. Ironstad. Yeah. Tira Ironstad. <laughs> Peter Greyhawk. Warmer Mesh. Yeah, so he is just a bubbling font of joy <laughs> bouncing along at your sides oh, as you're man. going toward the city. Okay. If I only didn't have these cases in my hand, I could play us a song as we go. Uh, I could carry one of your cases. Oh, why? He holds them. Here, here you go, Peter. That's hustling us. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, got these sacks. 
I'll carry one, Rebek. Wonderful. And he hands it to you. And I take the other one, kind of rolling my eyes behind his back. <laughs> and while, while you're rolling your eyes, he's unstringing or taking the case off his shoulder and he pulls out and you hear a little twang, twang as he's tuning up his guitar-looking instrument. And he begins strumming. He is quite good. And he sings a lilting tune that actually does seem to kind of lift you up a little bit as you go. We got a bard. We got a bard in our party. <laughs> and his song is a little sweet, a little, a little melancholy, melancholy, and it makes you think of happier times, drier times. Hmm. <laughs> he sings about sunlight on fields and just plentiness, plentiness. rest. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> I'm feeling... Lighter Ooh. and happier and plentier and plentierousness. <laughs> we are making up words well, as we go. <laughs> Plentierlessness. Add, the, yeah, add them to the lexicon. Well, Rebeck, uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I am gobsmacked. <laughs> I'm befuddled. All right, yeah. Mm. We don't have to play out the entire okay. remainder of the trip, but. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, wait, so do we just pass <laughs> by the lichen stuff? Are we just going to walk into the flint more? What's happening here? <laughs> there, there seems to be nothing evident, but as after, let's say, an hour of travel, okay. you do begin to see the walls of Flynnmoor rising from the landscape. And as you continue to walk, it's more of the same where you feel like you're making great progress mm-hmm. and the wall just seems to inch up above the horizon. But then at long last... <laughs> After another couple hours of walking, you do see at last the walls of Flynnmore at their full height. And as you draw into the shadow, because the sun has managed to break through here, you do see that the walls of Flynnmore are covered in this lichen. So what you were oh. seeing was the concentrated yeah. lichen growth. And actually, as you're standing there, as you draw up to the, the city's gate, you see that the walls are actually built it really ingeniously. I really appreciate them. And we can do we can use your stone cutting if you want. Okay. And how do I do that? <laughs> what do I use? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> uh, let me see your character sheet. You do. I believe it's a wisdom history check. <laughs> I don't even know why you have a character sheet. Why did you? <laughs> it's on page well, I, 20. Yeah, why don't, you, why don't we look it up? Page 20. As a reminder. Give me that. <laughs> I was trying to embarrass me on international... Tele... Tele... Radio. Radio <laughs> vision. Stone cunning. Whenever you make an intelligence history check related to the origin of stonework, you are considered proficient in the history skill and add double your proficiency bonus to the check instead of your normal proficiency bonus. So wet. So you would add, so wet. You would add four instead of Where's two my, for the proficiency. Yeah, where am I here? So it's, it's a intelligence. Are you proficient in history at all? No. No, I'm not proficient in and anything in intelligence. One, so it would only be two and not four. Yeah. Her proficiency <clears throat> up at the top. Oh, so it's oh, oh, two. Oh, oh. You get to add five total to whatever you roll. All right. <laughs> okay, forget seven. the stone cutting check. <laughs> no, well, that's Those a seven nice with stones. a total of 12, which okay, doesn't tell fine. me anything. Okay, that's fine. You can see what makes this these walls so interesting is that they are built actually tilted out. Hmm. So there's an outward 
So that enemies can't scrabble up the walls. That's part of it. Uh, actually, I, I got the idea originally oh, from Da Vinci's designs uh, because he had designed, he, in his notebooks, he had drawn city walls that leaned out to make it easier to push ladders away mm. uh, so that they're resting on a very small point of contact. Right. So anyway. Interesting. Part of this, though, the reason they seem to have built the walls this way is that water trickles down over the top and then runs down the outside of the wall, which stimulates the growth of the lichen. So they are purposely trying to grow the lichen on the walls. Hmm. Does Flynnmore have another name, like the City of Light or something like that? Anything like that? No? The City of Moss. <laughs> the City of Mossity. <laughs> Lumen Mossity. <laughs> okay. You approach the gates, and as you get closer, Rebecca is still just tinkling away on his... Uh, <laughs> tinkling away. <laughs> tinkling away on his guitar-like instrument. And as he draws closer, he grins again, very, that gleaming white smile at the guards. And they draw across the city gate, cross their pikes, and say, you're not welcome here. And that's where we're going to end. What? We're not with him. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we're going to end this episode. Oh. We are going to visit our experience points. Visit them? Yes. Okay, let's hey, do Hey, how are you doing? All right, you should cool. have taken one for yes. the discovery point of Stone of that, Crown. That horrible nightmare mountain. And go ahead and take another discovery point for the city of Flynnmore. Okay. Nice. And let's talk Norse battle. Uh, Me wanting to help the uh, Rebeck. Well, you're getting there first anyway. <laughs> yeah, you were the first one to react when you saw him tossed out. Yeah. And so let's... I think that's in keeping with your caring nature. So why don't you take another experience point for that? Hmm... And then you get minus five experience points for... For suggesting that we go to <laughs> Nightmare Hill. Bald Mountain. <laughs> yes. Uh, Do we get experience points for just finishing our trip? Yeah, well, why, don't yeah I give, why don't I give you three experience points for arriving safely at Flynnmore? More or less in one piece. <clears throat> Any role-playing tidbits? I like Tira's from Flamlava. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, what was that again? I just couldn't she talk. She was talking and she very was like, I'm from them. Yeah, it's that dwarvish. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm not sure that's XP. Yeah, no, that's no, not no, a really experience. But point. it is memorable. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. That's an outtake one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's the outtake, probably. I don't know that we did much to do anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's that's not fine. a whole lot. Okay. Sometimes yeah. just getting somewhere is yeah. Half that the was battle. A, that was our that was our accomplishment for this game. We got there. Tell you what, I'll give you another two for attempting to get to Stone Crown. Oh, okay. And where does that leave you? I'm at eighty. Ooh, <laughs> Lumberbash has eighty. He needs another twenty to level. All right, I Peter? am... Oh, go ahead. I'm at 71. Okay. 
Me too. I'm a 71. You need to stop role-playing, Michael. (laughs) 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 All right, so we have successfully gotten to Flynnmore, and this is really the first major step. Stop point on our on our quest. Yes, you are questing. Our destiny quest. Hand slaps all around. Ta-da. Love shared across the table. <laughs> Excellent. <clears throat> Aw, and Peter and, remembered the DM. Aw, when no one else does. I slapped the DM's hand <laughs> in the face. He slapped hey, his hand in the face. But clearly the DM didn't want us to go check out Crown Hill. No kidding! I mean, that's just like... But I was like... No, we no, no. When the DM traps an area, that means that there's more valuable stuff there. I wonder if we could... Meta game. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You wonder if you could... Oh, no, I was just saying... I, I mean, so once we all started tripping out there... <laughs> But our rules dictated that we ran away, so it kind of stunk that we didn't get to push through it somehow. You know how, like, it reminds me of stuff in, uh, like, in Goblet of Fire when Harry's in the maze and stuff, and he had to just, like, go through. There's this one thing where he'd, like, turn upside down or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he like, stepped on that thing. He and, like, had everything. to s- step and just go through it, and then he could finish the maze. Hmm. Whereas, I wouldn't be able to expel five side points until level five. Man. So you won't be able to fly until level Basically, five. Basically. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's, it was a... I wanted to give a sense of the length of the journey. Yeah. So I know this has been a bit of a slog over the last two episodes, uh, but I wanted to give everyone the idea that this isn't just a, yeah. an afternoon trip. Right. And to give you, begin to give you a sense of the scale of the world, too. Um, if we were looking at the map that I created originally in Photoshop, you've traveled... Maybe a quarter of an inch. Boy. So it's not very far that you've been in the world. Uh, and so we are still having fun, I hope. Yeah. Okay. I, I like the interaction. I like the, the talking that's going on amongst you. I like how your characters are developing. And as always, we don't want to end this episode without encouraging you, if you haven't already subscribe to us please do so on your podcast service of choice and leave us a rating if you can Uh, we'd love to see some more ratings show up we have one we've had one for a while and we'd love (laughs) to see more and follow us on twitter at stack of dice we also have an email account stack.o.dice at gmail.com if you have anything you want to share with us game related please do so and we will be happy to answer your questions or interact with you and We'd love to see some fan art or some interaction or anything really Mm -hmm. going on in our Twitter feed. But as always, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying this podcast experience. I think we all are. And we will see you next time here at Stack of Dice. I think it'd be kind of neat if we did our adventures like the 90s cartoon, right? The D&D cartoon. Like I don't think style. that cartoon was 90s. Oh, it was 80s. It was 80s, 80s but 80s. I'm not sure what you're referring well, to. Well, just if we just like animated I see. It, oh. our adventures like it was an 80s Dragons cartoon. That so hand-drawn animation then. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and the cheesy He-Man sound effects. Yeah. And you hold up the sword and it's got that... Sing. Yeah. <laughs>